Hello and welcome to the Sower Podcast. My name is Paul Zapula, and I welcome you on this uh, December day. I would like to begin with 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we're going to be reading the entire chapter. We talked about, in past episodes, prayer, and I've been feeling so strong about it, Um, and I have to confess, I've been so weak in it in the past, Um, embarrassing to say, after almost 40 years in the Lord, I'm, I'm beginning to understand some of the depths of prayer and why it took so long. Uh, I don't know. I always tried to spend some time in prayer and um, in, in, in the past. Uh, yet this past year, I feel like I've been revived in prayer, refreshed in prayer, restored in prayer, um, prayer and the word and meditation. And I've been understanding it takes time to develop and nourish um, these aspects of prayer. And the Holy Spirit's been waking me up early in the morning, uh, a little past four, uh, and helping me to get to sleep, you know, somewhere past eight. Um, So it takes time to develop uh, into a prayer pattern. Um, Take your time with it. Uh, Begin to understand how important it is first And don't make a ritual out of it. Um, Whatever you do, don't make a religion out of it either. And don't make some kind of crazy discipline out of it that's going to um, make you feel guilty. That if you're not doing it, then somehow, you know, you're not attaining to what, you know, the law says you should. We're free from the law. We're to be led by the Spirit. Um, I wake up... um, you know, early hours in the morning because the Holy Spirit is helping me to do that and I'm participating with Him. And I have to tell you, when you participate with the Holy Spirit, you're going to reap the benefits and the fruit of the Holy Spirit recorded in um, Galatians 5. You know, peace, joy, love, kindness, goodness, temperance, self-control. You know, against these things, there is no law, you know. Read the fruits of the Spirit. When you labor in the Spirit, you reap the fruit of the Spirit. I mean, all labor must have some compensation. And the Lord is the Lord of the harvest. And he very well knows that when you're laboring in prayer, when you're sowing in prayer, when you're being led by the Spirit in prayer, you're going to reap the fruits of the Spirit. Um, Just this morning, um, I, I... had a lot of things on my mind to pray about, but you know what the Holy Spirit was telling me? Seek more of Jesus. Seek more of his body. Seek more of his blood. Seek more of his life's body and his life's blood. Think more deeply on the cross of Jesus. Think more deeply on his sinless life. Think more deeply on him who gives life, sustains life, creates life, 
who gives life in abundance, who gives hope in abundance, who gives his peace in abundance. Romans 15 tells us that the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing as you abound in hope, excel in hope, override in hope, superfluous in hope, exceed in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit dwells within us. And that was the apostle's request. That was his prayer that we would be abounding in hope. Not just saying, I hope this works out or waiting on a bus stop in the rain hoping that the bus will come. No, that's a hope that has some sort of faint doubt about it. We have a confident hope, as Hebrews says, as an anchor for the soul. We need to be anchored in hope today. And I encourage you that prayer and and Bible reading and the word, prayer and word, are such an incredible fusion in our lives that create the atmosphere of hope, the fruit of the Spirit when we pray is hope. And this gives us more of a desire to get into that quiet place, get into that closet that Jesus said, get away from everything. And I know as parents, I'm a parent, Yes, but I've had a child in my house, you know, until he grew up and went on his own. But I remember those times that you wake up and everything is around your children. And there's just going to have to be times where you wake up long before they do to spend time in prayer, spend time in the word and really begin to ask the Lord for more of him. Not, not more patience that I can deal with the kids. Not more grace that I can deal with this or deal with that. Those are all well and good. But when you're seeking more of Jesus, he has all of that. He is all of that. He is, Ephesians says, our peace. And apart from him, there is no peace. Peace doesn't come when your prayers are answered. Peace is Jesus. He himself is our peace. He is our offering to God. God received the offering of the body and blood of Jesus. And it was pleasing to God. How much more is it pleasing to us who receive the body and blood of Jesus. That's what Jesus meant in John 6 when he said, I'm the bread of life. When he said, you're working for food that spoils. When he said, your fathers ate this manna in the wilderness. Yes, but they're all dead. The true manna comes down from heaven and gives his life for the world. This is the true manna. And unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, there's no life within you. But if you begin, my brother, my sister, 
to partake of the food that Jesus gives, which is his body, which is his blood, we now are partakers of this divine nature that has appeared for just a short time on earth, maybe 33 years. And this December, we celebrate the birth of Emmanuel, God with us, that God chose to overshadow Mary the Virgin, the Blessed Mother, and begin to create just the way we are created inside the womb, overshadowing her by the power of the Holy Spirit. The angel said to her, that which is conceived in you is of the Holy Spirit and shall be called the Son of God. He will rule and reign over the house of David. His kingdom will have no end. This is the Jesus that came. He knocked. We opened. We received him. And now it's time to feed on him. It's time to rejoice in him. It's time literally to treasure him again. For some of you, you have gotten away from the Lord. You've gotten away from that quiet time. You've gotten away from that intimacy that he's called you to. Mary and Martha were wonderful friends of Jesus, sisters of Lazarus whom he raised from the dead. And Martha was just busy trying to serve him, and Mary was just sitting at his feet. And Jesus said, Martha, you're worried about so many things, but really only one thing is important, and Mary has chosen that. Read Luke chapter 10 for that beautiful account. Thomas said in John 20, My Lord and my God, and worshipped him. John was resting at the at his bosom in the Last Supper. What portraits of prayer where we could just sit at the feet of Jesus, just maybe listen to some beautiful music, quiet music to relax your spirit, to relax your soul, your mind is so caught up with so many things. We need more of Jesus today, brother, sister. We need more of him. You who need a touch from him, he says, I stand at the door and knock. If you would but open the door and let me in, says the Lord, I will come and sup with you. Even Judas was offered the bread that he gave as his life to all those at the table. Even that he offered to Judas who would betray him and left the room. Jesus is constantly giving himself to others. His life, he said, was a ransom. He said he came to seek and to save that which was lost. If he went to the depths to save our soul from hell and torment and the curse of the law and the power of the grave and the penalty of sin, if he went to those depths, 
by becoming sin who knew no sin, that we might be right with God. Would he leave us now that we know him and we belong to him? Would he not act in the same manner of continuously going to whatever depths it takes to bring you into covenant relationship with him? Oh, my friend, today is the day you hear God's voice. Harden not your heart, but come unto him who's calling you. Jesus is knocking He's knocking at your door. He's calling you into a deep, profound, loving, nourishing relationship with him. Know this, that the Holy Spirit was given to you so that you could draw your life from Jesus. That as Colossians says, your life is hid with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, you also shall appear with him in glory. Understand that the Holy Spirit was given to you at your rebirth so that Jesus might be manifested to you. And the more you see Jesus, the more you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is the filling of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. It's a greater revelation. As Ephesians 1 tells us, the depths, the heights, the breadth, the length, and to know the love of Jesus that passes all understanding, and then to be filled up with all the fullness of God. That's the mission. That's the work of the Holy Spirit that leads us in prayer. He leads us in prayer. Let me close with 1 Corinthians chapter 2. When I came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I... I, I really can't go any further than that. I want I really want to read the rest of this chapter, but just time doesn't permit, so I'm gonna leave you hanging. Read the rest of the chapter of the wisdom of God, the power of God, the mind of Christ. Read what you have as your inheritance. Read your inheritance. The Spirit is leading, the Spirit is moving, and all he wanted to know. Today, yesterday, and today, and forever is Jesus and him crucified. Lord, we close this with the crucifixion of Jesus, the Lamb of God slain before the foundations of the world, so that we might be his holy people washed in his blood. Help that one today that has strayed away as the good shepherd move towards that one and bring that one back to the fold. Help that one with that addiction today. You have an addiction today, bring it to him who can break the power of addiction, can break every chain in our life, who can set the captive free. Holy Spirit, help that one who's sick and has no one to pray for them, Lord. 
Grant them mercy, grace, and peace today, Lord. Send angels around them today. Touch that one that's going to the doctor today for chemotherapy and radiation and treatment for the cancer they have, Lord. Let a nurse that loves you attend to them. Let a doctor that knows you attend to them. Guard them, protect them from all the side effects of these chemicals that are going into their body to kill this cancer and may kill other cells as well, Lord. Help them, bring hope, bring healing to them, Lord. We lift up your body today, Lord, and ask that the body of Christ would be drawn to the love of Christ, who is the head. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Until next time. Blessings.